family of Christ, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition. Today's Wonder Chapter is Ezra Chapter 9. And as you listen to the word of prayer, Almighty Loving King of Kings, Wonder, thank you for this wonderful day. Father, thank you for this beautiful gift of life that you've given us, Father, all the times that we have gone wrong, where we have offended you in our thoughts, in our actions, in our words, and what you have done. We pray that may you forgive us, Father, may you continue protecting us and guiding us. Father, all those who are sick, all those who are in distress, all those who are in pain, we pray that Father may he heal them because you alone know their hearts and you alone listens to them and you alone sees what they're going through. We give them hope and give them courage that you have bigger plans for them. We build this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen. And let's go on to Ezra chapter 9. Ezra's prayer brought into marriage. After these things had been done, the leaders came to me and said, The people of Israel, including the priests and the Levites, have not kept themselves separate from the neighboring peoples with their detestable practices, like those of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Egyptians, and the Amorites. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves, and their sons have mingled the holy race with people around them. And the leaders and officials have led the people in the way that is unfaithful. When I heard this, I told my tunic and cloak, pulled hair from my head, and beard and sat down on a pearl. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the Lord of Israel gathered around me because of this unfaithfulness of the exiles, and I sat there appalled until the evening sacrifice. Then at the evening sacrifice, I rose from my self-abasement with my tunic and cloak torn and fell on my knees with my hands spread out to the Lord my God and prayed, I am too ashamed and disgraced, my Lord, to lift my face to you because my sins are higher than our heads and our guilt has reached to the heavens. From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our sins, we and our kings and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity and pillage to and to pillage and humiliation at the hand of foreign kings as it is today. But now for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant and giving us a firm place in this sanctuary. So our God gives light to our eyes and little grief in our bondage. Though we are slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins. And he has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. But now, our God, what can we say after this? For we have forsaken the commands you gave through your servants and prophets when you said, The land you are entering it possesses is a land polluted by corruption of its people, by the detestable practices they have filed it with impurity from one end to another. Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons, nor take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty of friendship with them at any time, that you may be strong and eat good things of the land, and leave it to your children as an everlasting inheritance. What has happened to us is the result of our evil deeds and our great guilt 
and yet our God, you have punished us less than our sins deserved, and you have given us a remnant like this. Shall we then break your commands again and intermarry with the peoples who commit such detestable practices? Would you not be angry enough with us to destroy us, leaving no remnant or survivor? Lord, the God of Israel, you are righteous. We have left this day as a remnant. We were before you in our guilt, though because of it, not one of us can stand in your presence. Amen. And this is our wonder chapter for today. It's a relatively short wonder chapter, but without wasting time, let us head on to verse 6. And what does it say? And prayed. I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift my face to you because our sins are higher than our heads and our guilt has reached to the heavens. Amen. That was Ezra today. And when I really read this verse, it just hit me. We see how remorseful Ezra was for the sins, for his sins and those that they, his people had committed. And it just got me thinking, how many times have we been remorseful for the things that we have committed? How many times have we sat down and we are like, oh God, I have done A, B, C, D, and it's wrong for you. Please forgive me. We'll find a very, very few times. Why? Because we as Christians, we have gotten so comfortable with the fact that we know that the Lord is merciful. So we sin, we go ask for forgiveness, and then it's a repeated circle. But have you ever asked yourself, what if the time comes when you have just sinned, when you do not have time to repent? What if today you pass on and you have to sit for judgment before even get time to repent. We shouldn't be comfortable in sin. We shouldn't be comfortable in the life of sin. Why? Because we all know what sin does. Sin blocks us. Sin blocks our connection. Sin destroys our vertical. It eats our vertical relationship the same way rust eats a pipe. We should not be comfortable in sin. And when you continue to verse 8, verse 8 tells us that. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us as a remnant and giving us a firm place in his sanctuary. And so our God gives us light to our eyes and a little relief in our bondage. The Lord has been gracious. Why? Because that's the Lord that we serve. He is a gracious Lord that that he had the authority out of all the love. He made sure that the people who had been exiled were released and he gave them peace even when they were sinning against him. So many times we take advantage of this, but the Bible today is calling us that we ought to stop because no one knows the time and the hour that the Lord is coming back. You don't want him to come back and he finds you unready. No. We should not take advantage of the gracious nature of our Lord so that it's a leeward for us to sin. Never. And when you continue to verse 9, 
First 9 is a very sweet verse. It says, Though we were slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of God, our God, and repair its ruins, and has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. Wow. Wow. That's just how much the Lord loves his people, that he never forsakes them. That no matter how much they are sinning, that it never, he never forsakes them. He never leaves them. Doesn't this make you feel pain? Doesn't this make you feel some sort of way when you continuously continue doing sin and all that? Doesn't it make you question, Stampa? That we see that the Lord even gives them new life. He's saying, A, B, C, I know you have lived a life of sin and life of this, but let us leave that aside and let's start afresh. Come on. The Lord is giving you a fresh page. The question is, what are you going to do with this fresh page? The Lord is even saying, I know our relationship has been destroyed. Your relationship with God is your temple. That's why they say we are temples of Christ. The Lord is saying, I understand that our relationship has been damaged. Sit down. I'm giving you all the materials. Rebuild the temple. Rebuild our relationship. The question is, what are you doing with the material he is giving you to rebuild the temple? And when you go to verse 13, he says, What has happened to us is a result of our evil deeds, and for our great guilt, and yet our God, you have punished us less, and our sins dissolved, and have given us a remnant like this. Amen. Yet you, God, have punished us less than our sins dissolved. Why? Because we have a merciful God. Imagine. He's under punishing us. Why? Because he loves us. He does not like to see his children suffer. Never. And then there's you and me who are every day living a life of sin and we don't even care what the Lord is going through. Are you seeing how toxic we are? So many times people are complaining of toxic relationships, toxic people, yet us ourselves, we are toxic to the person who created us. Wow. And lastly, when you go to verse 15, Lord God of Israel, you are righteous. We are left this day as remnants here before you in our guild. Though because of it, not one of us can stand in your presence. Because of the guild, not one of us can stand in your presence. I think I've ever talked about this, how guilt makes you want to distance yourself from the Lord. Amen. Because of the guild, that these people were going, they're even feeling shy to stand before the Lord. And this is what the enemy does. It makes us sin and then fills us with his guilt and then separates us from God and God's love. It has really been a very beautiful day. And I hope you pick something. Get some time. Read Ezra chapter 9. What do you get? What do you understand? Feel free to write to us daily grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at daily grace with Alan. We would love to hear from you. Remember the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty love, good Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the gift of this month. Lord. Thank you for everything that you have done for us in this month, Father. All the times that we have betrayed you, Father. All the times that you have not had remorse for our sins, Father. All the times that you have been toxic to you. All the times that you have taken advantage 
because of your graciousness and mercifulness father we ask that may you forgive us when you're feeling us with the holy spirit to always direct our thoughts and actions in the right path father all the times that we have been accumulated by guilt father may you always remind us that you are loving and merciful god and that you are always willing to give us a new life to rebuild that temple to rebuild our relationship with you we build this believing and trusting in the mighty name and that of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen